Juice in the Morning is a proud partner of Summer Bash Indiana. Summer Bash Indiana is Indiana's first all-inclusive music festival. Sick of being nickel and dime for $12 beers, $5 waters, and parking? How about buying your tickets? Ticket fees and taxes suck. Well, not at Summer Bash Indiana. For only $60, you'll get eight live original rock bands, beer and wine, food, parking, and a hell of a great time with no ticket taxes or fees ever. Tickets go on sale Friday, March 6th at 10 a.m. Presale starts February 28th at 10 a.m., but only if you're signed up for the email list that's located at www.summerbashindiana.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning. I'm your host, Justin Juice Kelly, and with me tonight is Jonathan Bouton. How are you doing today, buddy? Howdy, howdy. Let's get fucking rowdy, boys. Stone Cold 316 on your chest. How are you feeling about that shirt, man? Uh, You guys always make fun of me for how my shirts fit. That shirt's fitting you really well. But that's because you're always like fucking Mr. Big Chest in here. Like, I'm Justin Kelly. I don't have roids, but I'm so so big. I mean... What was that voice? That was weird. You don't have to be jealous about my... uh, my large biceps and my thin torso. Dude, I'm working out with you now. I, I, <laughs> you don't have to hide anything. And then to my left, the guy that is making all of this happen, we've got BJ Robbins. How are you doing today, man? It's good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> sorry he's, he's going sorry to work. for the complications, he's, BJ. No, we he's appreciate going to work you. over there. It's gotten so bad, I actually had to buy glasses. That's how bad <laughs> it's gotten for doing all this stuff for you people. And uh, everybody's saying that my mic's off. I love that uh, Dustin Roller is talking a lot of shit already. Um, let's They're just go saying my mic's off. Can we? Can we just? Uh, can we just kick him out of the stream completely? Can we? Can we do that, producer? Or do we just have to let every everybody in terrible podcaster join our stream? I mean, that's just this is what I'm saying. Ask Roller if he can hear him because it's it's picking it up. Go, Johnny, go ahead and go again. What's up? What's up? What's up? Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Everything's running through. <clears throat> yeah, everybody in the chat saying that they can't hear me. Well, I mean, your mic should probably be off ninety nine percent of the time, but I'm gonna throw hot sauce in your eyes and roundhouse kick you right in the fucking mouth. Does the does the board make any difference with that? Nope. Taylor's hot though. Thanks for joining. If you didn't hear that the first time, you joined. But yeah, the intensity of this show is amazing. Thank you, Dustin Roller. Hey. We're 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 working on it, all right. But yeah, we are gonna kick. You're not a fan. <laughs> you're you're a a guy that's uh, trying to stir up shit as a troll, man. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, Dustin Roller. You you're doing great things over there at uh, APR Studios. It's APR, right? Average percentage rate. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, hope, hope you got that right. <laughs> let's. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, let's get right into it, though, Johnny. Uh, something that's been blowing the doors off of the internet right now is people sharing the albums for 10 days yeah what i want to ask you is we good now roller what are your albums that you'd share if people were good enough friends with you to tag you in the post say that one more time (laughs) if you were good enough friends with somebody to actually tag you in the post what albums would you share oh are that you would make a are you wanting, impact on your life are you wanting me to be like oh my god justin thank you so much for being a good enough friend to tag me <laughs> i had the world knows it. i'm glad um, you know it you know one that <laughs> and when it came out like i was so young but it still has an impact on me to this day is allison chains unplugged oh uh, yeah those i mean i i did not listen to that, that. i switched yeah thank I you did, i didn't listen to that oh Rooster, come on! Nope. Dude. I mean, I listened to Allison Chains, but I didn't listen to the unplugged album that he's talking about. Oh yeah, uh, Taylor. Since you couldn't hear me, I was like, "Oh yeah, Taylor, you're really hot again." But yeah, welcome <laughs> to the chat. But thanks for talking to me. But Allison Chains unplugged. That I like. That is an album that I remember as a kid. That Metallica's Black album, um, Cypress Hill. Fuck, I can't remember the name of the album, but it's the one where they had the graveyards. Yep, Cypress Hill. 
Is that just what it's called? Like, that was huge. Like, because uh, I grew up with young parents, so. I did too. I, I listened to cool shit, you know? Uh, Beastie Boys, Cypress Hill, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots, like, this, any albums. Um, uh, so, X103 was Red, a big, big uh, part of your life. Back when it was good, but like Red Hot Chili <laughs> Peppers, Mother's Milk was another okay. great one that I loved. Um, but when I was a teenager, it was uh, Linkin Park Hybrid Theory, DMX, X is going to give it to you. Trick Daddy had one. I can't remember the name of the album, but it was the one that had, um, she puts that sugar on my tongue. <laughs> you know, uh, um, sugar, sugar. Yeah, you know, and then. Uh, Where I'm from. I don't, I don't know. There's, right, there's, I, I just, I was not prepared for this question. And there's so many albums that I love. But I know. I was, just, know. I was just throwing it out there. Yeah, so I appreciate it. So now we, I know you. We talked you, about it. Before getting on the but, podcast. But uh, Ozzy Osbourne, uh, me and my mom had one. I'll know, uh, I, I remember car rides with my mom, and it was Ozzy Osbourne album. It was the one that had like Crazy Train, Shot in the Dark, um, Goodbye to Romance. I can't remember. Was it like a, a Greatest Hits? No, it wasn't Greatest Hits. It was, uh, God, it wasn't Osman Cometh. It wasn't, I, I just, I was unprepared for this question, but like, just riding around with my mom jamming to Metallica and Ozzy and, and shit, you know, like um, one of my mom's and I's favorite songs ever is by Pearl Jam. And it's um, the, I can't think of the name of it, God damn it, you know? Sing it, sing it a little bit. Uh, it's, um, uh, uh, it's, uh, I'm trying, I'm get trying, it. I'm trying, but I got 87 songs in my head. But yeah, Ozzy, Metallica, like Stone Temple Pilots, Alice in Chains Unplugged, you know, shit like that. That was that was what I grew up on. That, that made an impact on me as, as a kid. Those, I love that you brought up your mom part because that's what, like, when I was, I was also a child of young parents. Um, my mom was a big Prince fan. So I remember nice. listening to a lot of Prince. My mom has always been a very big, like, pop music fan. Like, I mean, even, oh, to, me, this, even me, to this day, she listens to pop music. Dude, me and my mom were rocking the fuck out, dude. I mean, and, we were, we, we, I, I remember once my mom and my dad split up, we're, we're rolling down the road and it's fucking Metallica. It's Ozzy. We're fucking jamming out. We're screaming it at the top of our lungs, word for word, and it was the best best memories ever. My mom was the uh, the young parent dropping her kid off at uh, daycare and music blaring from her speakers at five in the morning as she was going <laughs> to her like nurse job. Robin's a cool cool motherfucker. And, I like your mom. Well, and that's what's so funny is because because I think it's cool and we think it's cool, but like, could you imagine being the daycare workers and it's like oh my god i remember my mom had this green cavalier uh, i want to say it was a five speed and like uh Dude, we would just be blasting ozzy or metallica and screaming at the top of our lungs just having the best time but like you don't you, like that's a valid point you don't think about it when you pull up to school or something and then it's like all the other kids parents are like probably listening to something <laughs> shitty <laughs> you know like you're throwing up fucking devil horns with your <laughs> you know what i mean like that's so cool <sighs> like we're fucking mama mama i'm coming home <laughs> you, you know, know you know what's interesting about that too is like uh i i i've always based like getting excited to go do something based off the music i was listening to on the way there and i I think that might have been instilled to us by our our parents, our mom. Like you know, oh, 100%. Because, because if you're if you're going to you know go to the gym or if you're going to get ready to go to school, you want like some pumped up music. Going to work, even you want some pumped up music to like get you fired up. That you know is not, is going to make the day a better day. And I, I'm glad that our our parents were able to instill that in us. You know, we I think we grew up with two of the baddest. Sorry, mom. Sorry, Robin. I think we grew up with two of the baddest bitches known to known to mankind. Oh, I mean, it's I very, mean, our very moms possible. are fucking awesome. Like when we went bowling and our moms met for the first time, there yeah. was a there was a fucking energy there that I was like, oh my god, there's a there's a power here between these two women that they just know. I really like that uh, your your mom posted Limp Biscuit because I was a huge Limp Biscuit fan. Oh my god, I was, and too. I get made fun of it on the regular. Just stop. see, li okay, but okay, so. But with music, like, 
I'm still happy listen, about it. I still listen to it. I know you do. Listen, I do too. And it's everybody. I listen to break stuff on the way here. Everybody talks shit about Nickelback, but there's songs with like Dude, I know Nick, Nickelback I Nickelback has some hard listen, songs. I know it's stupid. Like there's a Toby Keith song that it's like I should have been a cowboy. I don't think that's Toby you know Keith, like though. I'm not a huge. Yeah, that's Toby I Keith, should, bitch. I should uh, learn a rope and ride. Yep, that's all I know. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. But Riding like I know, six I, shooter. I know it's stupid. I I know it's stupid, but like it's I don't care that it's stupid. I listen to it because I enjoy it. I don't give a fuck. No, what, I, I don't give a. Agree. I don't give a fuck what anybody else's opinion is. It's I like the song. It has a meaning to me. I don't give a fuck if you like it or not. You know what I mean? That's how I've always been with music. I don't. I've never been like afraid to turn my music down or not listen to something because I'm like, oh my god, this person's gonna fucking not like my song. Fuck you. I like it. Yeah. So what I wanted to like kind of transition. I don't know if you. I know you're doing a lot of work over there, BJ. But what? What are some of the albums that you have shared and songs that that kind of like made a uh, impact on you? Um. This probably Public Enemy, Yo Bum Rush's show. It was like 1986. Solid. That one, that one, and then Fear of a, uh, Takes a Nation and Millions to Hold Us Back because they'd bring the noise, and then they did the remix with Anthrax. Okay. Dude, Anthrax. Bring the noise with the Anthrax. That was one. So my dad, when I was growing up, and I would go see him on the weekends or go spend time with him, he had two 12s in the back of his Explorer. And we'd be listening to Cypress Hill, um, Dawes Effects, Cool G Rap, Beastie Boys and uh, Bring the Noise is one of those with Anthrax where it was like that would beat the fuck down dude that was a good song Anthra <clears throat> Anthrax did another one with Dimebag Daryl called Cadillac Rockbox I don't know if there's any Pantera fans in here no I mean yeah it's one of the last times that Daryl was alive and recorded a song with somebody else and that is a fucking phenomenal song man um, I, listen, I listen to a lot of hip hop a lot um, but I also listen to a lot of like the Yardbirds, cl anything with Clapton, anything with Petty. Are you a Stevie uh, Ray Vaughan fan? Absolutely. Stevie Texas Ray Vaughan. Dude, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble yep. live is... H him doing Voodoo Child. It's the closest you'll ever get to Hendrix, it's, hands down. And he had a coke problem, so you can. So he had some drug issues. He's, and he's one. I thought of, you were about to say so you can relate, and I was like, "Hey, I was waiting for you, one of you guys to chime <laughs> and up." No, and Stevie, Stevie is one of the few guys that just kicked heroin. Like he just kicked it. Yeah, and then he was one of the very few people that were accepted in the black community when it comes to oh, singing Steve, the blues. Yeah, Stevie was an OG. Where most people would take limo, Stevie's like, "Fuck you, I'm going to take a cab." And smoke cigarettes in a cab on the But you know how show. he died, though, right? I do not, actually. Helicopter crash. Ooh, we got Kobe. So Dennis Leary used to have this joke, Stevie Ray Vaughan is dead, and we can't get John Bon Jovi in a helicopter. <laughs> Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> that's a good joke, by the way. Um, so I, I listen to a lot of hip-hop. Um, what I used to do, there used to be like Karma um, and Seymour, where I grew up, and so I would buy a CD, <laughs> and then I'd go trade it back in. And take out another one. So I listen to a lot of awful stuff, but it's basically like public. I listen to a lot of Public Enemy, a lot of hip hop, but a lot of hip hop that like um, a lot of Gangstar. Which then I Dude. would find that then I find out DJ Premier Big L. Did, did other things. He was a, he was a DJ. And then I was like, okay, who else does he produce? And then he does other songs for other people. So I, I always I've been going down a rabbit hole my whole life. What influenced you to start liking that kind of music? Because just from my perspective, Public, like both of you guys listen to stuff that I have like dabbled in, but I've never gotten into it. So they're saying they can't hear you now. Well, and I knew they wouldn't be okay. able to. It's good for the, it'll yeah, be good yeah. for the, it'll just get the, the audio. audio. It's good. So here's the thing is, so you take a poor white kid who's listening to music about another oppressed people right? right and you can find similarities right oh, absolutely so and that's where if you listen to public enemy a very political band like 911's a joke we always heard that like we can't go to the doctor we're poor right. right and they didn't go to poor neighborhoods not and then you then you would get into the, the classation and economics of being poor compared you know poor a lot of poor poor people poor white people poor black people get along really well right well, theo vaughn has some really good bits about that so are we gonna share this peach or not <laughs> so when you grow up when you grow up that way then that's how you kind of uh well that's what that's yeah. what i'm trying to get into but, like just but, with this like i know this is a little bit more serious of a conversation than like juice it, in the morning is give used me, to give me 
give me somebody with lyrics over like you know you say Limp Biscuit, right it was a, a popular music pop music that was cool that was great they found their niche whatever but then give me like uh, black star right. which is it just fit and then the, all of get fit really well for us at the time because like you know we are at least in my case like this is why i think it's a great conversation a little bit deeper than what we get into with uh juice of the morning because a lot of times we fuck around and joke around but uh music actually like i think also has to do with what you're already even talking about with socioeconomic stuff I was into stuff that, like, for example, Limp Biscuit spoke to me, but it shouldn't have spoke to me because I wasn't an angry teenager. Boiler. You know, like I wasn't an angry we guy. We all love that song. Yeah, we do. But I was not <laughs> I was not an angry teenager that like my parents beat me and stuff like that. Like I was not a part of that. But like also at the same time You can knock the fuck out, bump. And, and <laughs> in know? my brain in my brain I was like, Oh yeah, this is the hardest fucking shit ever. I'm like fucking tough. I'm like I'm fucking cool. Like that's that's what that's why it spoke to me. The same as like uh you know, it, it's interesting, like Sugar Ray, one of my favorite fucking like they had like three that, albums that were amazing. That's another one my mom and I used to get and down on. I dude. got super into it. Like I got into that. Uh I was real big into Third Eye Blind, which is crazy. Like I mean you guys A neither lot, one of you guys yeah. mentioned Third Eye Blind, but Jump. like I loved it. So the main thing is and obviously they can't hear my mic, so I'll keep it limited. So basically it's is came a music snob, right? So that's how I found concept. Um he texted me today. Um didn't have any hoodies in my size. <laughs> and I lost my concept hoodie. So um different story for a way different time <laughs> um but anyways my point was is i started getting the lyricism and i started getting like pe- things that people weren't listening to and and the next thing you know it's and that's it's always been that way yeah like with substance or whatever so like myself who loves to write and do things um and because a lot of if you if you believe in mk ultra which some substance i do is that's why certain music is there and certain things like that right because if you go through and listen, like my favorite bands are like the Roots, Tribe Called Quest, the Native Dude, Tongue, Roots, the, the Native Tongue family. I just, uh, um, he just did a YouTube video where he's sitting in his house, um, and uh, so it's it has to have some kind of substance to it, right? Because it has, but then again, you want to put on DMX where my dog's at, and then like you just mm-hmm. whatever. But it had but nine times out of ten, I'm listening to things that are lyricist based more. Like there's no ghostwriters, right? Do you fuck with people under the stairs or Jedi mind tricks? No. No. No, I, I haven't. The problem is I haven't really looked for any new music in the longest time. Oh, this this was when I was in middle school. No, but like. He, I don't, he hasn't, he hasn't so tried you were to, new stuff in a while. Like I was, I'm 40. So. So even like, even something that's older, he hasn't tried because it's, it's, it's not something that he's into. Well, yeah. And then, no, not so not in. It's just a lot of the new hip, like the new hip hop I can't stand. A lot of the new music I can't stand. I'm saying, um, but like even like, there's a lot of a lot of hip hop that like was popular, like that I just like just couldn't stand. Like the whole Puffy craze and the Maze craze and all those other things. But like you get to Wu Tang and you get to Souls of Mischief, you get to Far Side, you get to a lot of these guys are just they weren't they didn't rise as much prominence. But if you go back and watch the Netflix video of the history of hip hop mm-hmm. and like you look at the producing side of it, like what I get into now, what me and you've been working on and stuff like that, it's like that's that's the shit right there. Yeah. Instead of just walking in the booth, someone else wrote your shit, we already did your beat for you, you had nothing to do with it, just go in there and do it. And there's no soul in that. You're right. Do you guys like Everlast? It's, I one, do. Of my, it's one of my favorite artist ever my mom bought that album because she Which loved one? the first one whitey the, ford the one that was like the the biggest single for a long time what um, it's like yeah she so bought, whitey ford she, sings the blues yeah she bought it yeah. for that song and didn't realize that he was like an actual like explicit hip-hop artist oh, taylor just said foo fighters foo fighters david grohl is one of my favorite foo artists ever is, foo fighters is one of my favorite i feel like artist sho- ever i feel like it shoved in your throat too much we've talked about it on the podcast but the i'm not listening that i want to be buried to is my hero foo fighters or just hero i guess no, no. I mean, there uh, goes my hero. Yep. I mean, they're almost Barry they're Justin's poppy. ass. They're, they're, like they're poppy. They're yeah. pop. They're pop music. Now, are you thinking about their radio singles? Or are you listening to they're, they're, the, the rest of the album? No, 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 no. They're, I'm not saying they're not a great band. That's not what I'm saying. Because what he's doing with Queens of the Stone Age, I love Queens of the Stone Age too. They're technically a pop band. Anytime you're on top forty radio, right? 
That's and, how you define pop. And then, and then your music is also used in movies, a lot of these other things, overly whatever. You're basically your your pop music. Pop, so uh, pop pop is popular. It, it's that it's not. Most people think pop music is dance. And no, I'm a huge popular. yeah. See, that's where I'm coming music. from because I'm because what I'm thinking is like when you say pop music, I'm thinking of no, it's pop, pop, this and that. And I'm like, pop oh, music basically is popular music. So just because they were an American Pie, they're pop music. Pretty much. Think about it. They're also used in <laughs> commercials, right? They're used in commercials. So they t- they, they've they taken their music. Whoever owns their music, they might not even own their music. Because very few artists own their music, right? We know that. Taylor Swift does. Uh, no, she doesn't. Didn't she say she owns her music? No, that dude owned it. So she wrote it, though. Isn't that a big thing? Like, there's something there. So basically... I just can't remember Yeah, if is. you sign a contract, you can sign over your rights for so long. And then and the same way Michael Jackson bought the Beatles catalog and then started using their shit in Nike commercials. Right, 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 right. So, oh, shit. That's a valid point. So, Never thought about that. And that's the same way with Dave Grohl and those guys, because just because it was Nirvana, he might not have been big enough to actually you know own his own music and writing credentials or whatever right well isn't that the he wrote big, them a, a, a lot of that music isn't that the even big if thing he did, about even uh, if he wrote it he doesn't mean he owns it and that's what's no. so messed up well isn't that's that the big thing about tyler creator tyler the creator because he refused to let people own his music yeah and that's why a lot of artists won't get signed because they won't sign over your rights right but then you have someone like concept can you blame him yeah concept owns his own music there's a story i'll tell you off air about an album that he told me about about some of the back, back behind the scenes i was um actually have the albums unreleased it's pretty yeah, cool that's but dope. is he actually has his own he's putting out his own music right he writes it does it puts it out so no one owns it now if he signed to somebody he already has that music if they want to distribute it they can so hey if anybody's listening to juice in the morning and you want to buy us i'm selling out i'll get rid of johnny if i need to um you'll have to because i'm <laughs> fuck conformism bitch <laughs> so he's gonna drive the uh, brinks truck back it up to my house yeah Dude, i don't i, will, I, I don't think you understand how out. this works i'll sell out see i want oh my mom said we used to listen to hank williams jr too like that's the kind of country yep. i love so hank willie you know i would never sell out and I, I and i mean we were our show was wildly successful same way you know juices or whatever yeah, i know i'm just saying that no I, we're not I would sell out and i, I would, would never do that i, I will I'd never bring, do it i'd bring bj with me because yeah, but i couldn't handle somebody else telling me what i needed to do that's why exactly i, I own flyover media yeah right i own this so i already have this cocksucker fucking <laughs> i guess i'll invite you to be on our episode and then he wants to bring up the brinks truck like you think you're that good because oh. i love you man the you're one public, of my best the public is you're missing my, out on how you're my best amazing friend. i am you're one of my best friends yeah i mean you're literally my best friend ever but i will not ever take the check and i hope you enjoy it i will because I, I i'm not doing that Man, I'll be crying tears on my jet ski. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's move on to... I'm actually going to go a real quiet place where there's no sound, no nothing. Uh, I visited a place like that recently, and I'm like, wow. BJ is going to become a, uh, a Buddhist. A He's just going to hang out a rec- yeah. on the top of a mountain. Hunter S. Thompson. Hey, do you want to know something interesting? If you don't stop doing that, I'm going to beat you to death with your microphone. <laughs> I would... Man, once again... Do you want me to stand up and <laughs> show the show the masses? You, you acting tough, dude. It's I'm not just, an act, I'm just bitch. Curious. I'm just curious. I'll right. shove it down. Go ahead. Make your point. Make your point. So I'm about to, I'm trying to figure out how to good, get an apprenticeship into falconry. Now, for those of you who do not know what falconry <laughs> is, <laughs> falconry is the practice of, you know, those people who... They're like at Lucas Oil. They have the bird that flies around. They've got that giant fucking bird. Or you've seen the Mongols that hunt with golden eagles that take down deer and shit. So I've been looking it up, and I'm about to get into this because how do you, how do you think you get because, into that? Well, I know exactly how to get into it because Indiana is one of the few states in the United States that practices. But I just learned of a there was a recent development that kind of making me not want to do it. Is there an internship? No. So you become a you, you you take a test on on the birds and you have to make eighty percent you pass you become an apprentice for two years. Okay. After that, I can go out in the wild and I can trap a hawk, but it has to be within its first year. Does it have to choose you like uh, Avatar? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> the bird chooses you. No. So in the first year of a hawk's life, it can't be older than that because. 
then it can breed. So now you're dwindling the population. And that's a problem. It can't be before the first year of its life because then it's not going to have the survivability. It's not going to learn the instincts of a hawk to do everything you need it to do. But essentially, a peri- I, I'm going to I'm going to butcher this. It's a peregrine peri- hawk. It's the fastest animal in the world. It can dive at 200 <laughs> miles an hour. So essentially, the reason that I want to do this is because I fucking hate geese. Christy said, uh, start with chickens. <laughs> start with chickens. I love Flightless you. birds. I love you, Mom, but fuck you for that comment. Um, <laughs> no, okay, okay, no, okay. But, okay. Uh, but a, parag- can, a paragline can hawk. I, can I ask questions? Ask questions. So what's the application process like i already talked to a dude online (laughs) i'm serious about this i hate geese with a passion i get it so what i want to do is like when i walk out of work every day and there's like seven geese okay so so here's the gist behind why i want to learn falconry when i leave work when i walk out of the back door at work every day when I leave the office, there's like seven geese huddled around my truck. Okay. Now geese fucking. I'm scared. I'm scared to fucking death of them for some geese reason. Geese are the vermin they're, of they're the, the bird world. They're the worst thing ever, and they're federally protected. Yeah. So I mean, we should and all that's be able a problem. To kill those guys. That's a problem. They scare the fuck out of me when they're like. And they start running towards you. Your first instinct is you get scared. You get terrified. You just got to kick them. Kind of like, hey, oh, scared the shit out of you when you came out of the bathroom. That's true. That That's was true. awesome. I got you so good. I mean, I'm going to be honest, dude. I got scared by a bunny rabbit just because it was in my yard when I was mowing. So That's because you're a bitch. No, I'm not I'm not <laughs> scared of fucking geese. True. I just had to test no, my mind. Dude, I, I swear to God, if a, ge- if, a, if a gooseling or a goose starts running at you. I fucking grab him by his fucking throat. Yeah, that's what you think. But No, then, I've done it. But then you realize they're federally protected I've animal. You can't do that. So, okay, listen. I've shot them with paintball guns, too. I okay, know they're protected. Listen, what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at, if a, if a federal agent came up with two geese and he threw us in an octagon, bet the fucking house on me. I'm murdering those fucking geese. <laughs> you're scared the whole time. I'm No, I'm going to fuck those geese up. You said bet, you were scared. Bet though. the house on me. I know, but you said you were scared. So. Yeah, two versus, there's seven to nine of those bitches that hang out around my truck when I leave work every day. That's different. <laughs> They're just waiting for you. <laughs> That's different. It's like the, uh, but the, if you, you, the you, sharks you, and the... You put me and two geese in an octagon, bet the fucking house I on... I would pay to see this, though. Bet the fucking house on me. I'm going to fuck those geese up, okay? It's like the greasers. But imagine... That I walk. Imagine <laughs> Pony Boy. <laughs> I love The Outsider. That's a great book. One of the greatest books I've ever read, actually. But now imagine that I'm like, oh, Thurman. And I've got this murder missile that just lands on my shoulder. And he's like, yeah, Dad. And I'm like, fuck those geese up. And he just. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then all, if you're driving and listening to this, you probably can't hear anymore. Hope you didn't die. <laughs> and then all you see is a poof of feathers and goose be gone. I don't know, man. The geese okay. are pretty big. So do you think it would just this, take them out? Like, in, okay. In no, so no if I get, if I get to the advanced levels, <laughs> <laughs> if I get like seven or eight years into falconry harpy eagle, yeah, that's going to take no harpy eagles. No, that shit could carry me off. But golden eagles, and you could even own a bald eagle. Could you imagine being somewhere at a bar and you're like, oh, raptor, and then and I, a I fucking really, eagle just lands I on really your like shoulder? I really like some of the uh, comments on the uh, Facebook Live. I've gathered the pigeons, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Taylor. That's and then, awesome. Uh, Christy and Jerry Mays, you're scared of a goose, but you want a fucking eagle on your arm. Dude. That's that's my question. But the eagle. Thank you for asking the question the, that I was getting ready to ask. But the eagle is mine. That's my raptor. But you, I mean, what I if could, it decides I, to turn on you? It, it won't because. You don't know that. Okay. How many. It's a wild fucking how many, animal. How many bitches turn on daddy? <laughs> none. None. I'm the pimp here, bitch. I hey, feel DJ, it. over and, under okay. on how quickly the bird that so here, here's, Johnny decides to be a falcon, listen, falconer listen, with listen, turns Falconry, bitch. So this is how it's going to go. I'm going to train this bird, and this bird is be, going to become the punisher for geese. 
He's just focused on the goose. I part. fucking I'm focused. I on hate geese with a passion. I'm gonna. Gi- his I'm out. gonna give this bird a little stuffed animal dog. You mean get, get eventually get overweight and get unmotivated? No, oh, it's not me. It's 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 an. <laughs> I'm going to give it a little stuffed animal dog for a first year of its life, and then I'm going to have geese murder that dog right in front of it. Okay, so you're going to basically it, turn the falcon into John, John Wick. John Wick. Yeah, it's going to be the Punisher of geese. I hate, I fucking hate geese, Oh, dude, dude I'm fully on board. I hate, I hate them, geese too. with a passion. They've not been around as much this year for me, at least in my home and my... Uh, work area where they Did usually this bitch show just say up. she's gonna hit me with a victory Batista bomb? Oh yeah. I promise you bitch. I love you. I shouldn't say that. I but shouldn't anyways. call you a bitch but you will never Batista bomb me. I dare you to try. BJ, how do you feel about this uh, internship this guy's getting ready to try to start? Or I'm uh, not internship uh, what is it? Uh, apprenticeship. Uh, you gotta chase your dreams. Do you know how cool it would be to be like and then you hear if I have to hear birds you do just, the bird noise again, though, birds are just rags. birds are just rats with wings. Dude, exactly. I hate birds. They're, they're filthy that's animals. That's not really a bird. That's a raptor. Yes, yeah, it is a raptor. Velociraptor. Is that oh a bird? God. I think it's a reptilian. I mean, I mean, if you're gonna ask, it's uh, not a reptilian. If you're gonna ask the guy from Jurassic Park, basically, that's what came from birds was the raptors. Because he's take this claw and he slice you right here. You're the God damn it. Can we read this Tiger King thing? <laughs> can we do it, please? Hey, can they hear got, your voice yet? No. No? They can't? What what's going on over there? Do you have yourself muted on the board or something? Really? I'm yeah. just I'm just, no. I'm just no. but, Okay, so this co- happened this happened the other day where three of them wouldn't come through. But also think about but, COVID. why would you want the talent to come through on the show? <laughs> That's why he doesn't ever allow me to be <laughs> he, on every he show. Start <laughs> fucking shit up over here. But the, but the other thing but to I think do about, want to thank you guys though for allowing me to test run a live show with you guys because you guys have been doing a show long enough so we could just fuck shit up. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. really matter to be honest. Like we appreciate you. It's not that big a deal. <clears throat> no, we uh, a couple of times. But also think about with the COVID thing and the apocalypse starts. I'll have a fucking Velociraptor that can just. Well, go it's get, not a Velociraptor. It's can, a hawk. They're raptors, bro. They literally no, literally not a velociraptor. They literally the literal terminology and is three and a half, four feet tall. The shut the the literal terminology in falconry is they call them raptors. Oh, I know. Why does this sound sound like more like fuckery? (laughs) Right, like the phrase should be this is just fuckery. There's nothing straight up fucko. (laughs) Like if I was a first time viewer, long time listener, I'd be like. Are these guys a high or be drunk? <laughs> I wish I was high. All I wish I was above. drunk. Uh, no. Okay. So for the juice in the morning. Okay. Johnny, I completely will support you 100% if you decide to get into falconry. It's pretty cool. It's an interesting thing. You might be the guy at the Lucas Oil Stadium that's like very scared that his bird is going to go off track and eat somebody's face. I don't give a but fuck about that. But it always comes back right to his arm. So it's cool. It works out. I would like it if you did that. That's great. And we're going to move on to the next section, though, which is uh, something we've done on the podcast before, <laughs> which is a... I'm going to lose my shit. A live table read of a po- of a script where somebody made a bot watch a thousand hours of Tiger King, which... I'm sorry. I, I messed this up. So... Basically, people make bots watch. AI watched a thousand hours worth of the television series yep. Tiger King, and it wrote what it watched. Yeah, well, it wrote it a script. It wrote a script as if it was writing a script for a movie or a TV show. And we did this with what was the other one? Was we it did, the Joker, the, the Batman and Joker. Yeah, one. the it was Batman and the Joker. We did it with that, and it, it killed, and it was really funny. So what we're gonna do is uh, somebody did where they made a bot watch a thousand hours of the tiger king um, documentary and then they had the bot write a script as if they were making a television episode of the tiger king give me just a second boys i'm sorry fill in here i gotta piss i can hold it all right you gotta go quickly i will do it fast but no um you know i'm gonna talk to maybe some people that have uh, been chatting with us a little bit let's do that Dustin Roller always just coming at me hot, man. Coming at me hot. Um, 
Taylor Ball just commenting on everything that we talk about. It's fantastic. I'd honestly, I'd get it. I'd mean, I'd rather pick the talons over AIDS ridden geese. I don't think geese are ridden with AIDS, BJ. Yeah, I don't know where she lives at, but um, I might consider moving. <laughs> and also, who's also doing the AIDS testing? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, no, I appreciate the uh, the work you've been doing, man. Uh, this is just a joke right now. We're having a good time. It's the Juice in the Morning podcast. It's what? Episode like 216. So we're still learning. We're still innovating. Waiting on people to pee with fucking long hair. Oh, yeah. I'll let this shit down. Pretty much like a mullet. Dude, I thought about getting a bull clip mullet. No way. You wouldn't do that. Could you imagine? I don't think you'd do that. And also, I'm pretty sure that I've got, like, Arby's beard hairs in this microphone. It's pretty awesome. I don't think you do the Fumi and Chew. No, I won't. I won't. Why not? I won't because I respect myself too much. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry I do, man. I don't know. Um, it's all right. All right. But yeah, um, his blanket says eight varsity letters. Yeah, and it's only one. No, he was. Uh, so he played two sports all four years. He was one of those guys that peaked in high school, dude. Oh, like, like he, Justin. Like, <laughs> He, he, he can talk. He, played, to, he, he can played, talk. He played college tennis. He can talk to me when he Did has he sixteen really varsity letters. Yeah, he's on green. Yeah. He, he's on like all. He was all state in tennis. He's really good. Yeah. He should have been a coach. Oh, I think right? he was a coach. I know, but I'm I think he should have continued it. Well, you know, we all have our transgressions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to fuck him up in some tennis. Nah, uh, Johnny, you Are can't you even do. You can't even do a hundred push-ups or a hundred. Fucking air squats. You're not going to be able to beat somebody in tennis. I did do them, and thanks for divulging sensitive information, Dick. <laughs> All right, are we, gonna, are we going to do this read? It. Are we going to do this read, or what are we doing here? Yeah, we're going to do the read, dickhead. So you want to play the Tiger King, huh? I, I want to play all the good roles because you're, I'm the best at you're the ti- You're the Tiger King. And um, there's multiple roles. I'm going to give you Tiger King. But you can't be the employee because you have to, like, you know, talk back and forth. So just be the Tiger King. I'll be Doc Antle and Carol Baskins. Oh, yeah. It's only two okay. pages. Okay. It's only two pages. So you're going to be the narrator and yep. you're going to be everybody. I'm going to be the Tiger King. Yep. Ooh, I'm, right. on, I'm put on a spot now. You ready? <sighs> let, me get, let me get a drink of my water. All right. You ready? Let's go. This is the Tiger King script, a live table read by Juice and Johnny. (laughs) Tiger King, exterior, cat prison in Ohio, Oklahoma. We see Tiger King sitting on a throne of tigers. He is not a tiger. He is a mullet with human desires. I am Joe Exhausted. I am gay for guns, cats, and even men. I love hating Carol Baskin Robbins. He puts poison snakes in an envelope and mails this to Bitch, Florida, the land where enemy Carol refuses to die. <laughs> She's per evil. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I, I am nice. I treat my tigers as good as employees. An employee smiles. Their few teeth are all missing an arm. I eat rescued Walmart garbage meat. My legs have never been more metal. Employee goes back to the job of using meth. A Hummer explodes and shoots out Jeff Lowe and Doc Antle, the Tiger Princes. Jeff Lowe, I now own this zoo. Bought it at the gift shop. Cat has nine lives. I have nine wives. I implant breast on tigers. <laughs> Jeff hires Doc's sexy tiger to be nanny for his baby. They creep away to do old man things. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I'm the librarian candidate <laughs> for governor. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> My tigers will vote. His tigers vote, but not for him. His... his he loses, so his husband must 
die, but he captures a new husband one day later. That's <laughs> so bad. Did he rub his balls on his face before he shot himself? Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. It's continue. Tiger King continued singing like a country. I marry men when they are cubs. People pick it. <laughs> People pay to pet young things. Because a husband has died, Carol Baskin Robbins appears. She bike rides and Facebook pays her $23,000 for doing this. Carol Baskin Robbins. Hello, cool cats and kitchens. Tiger King aims a loaded tiger at Carol Baskin Robbins, but Tiger King flips around and arrests him. Tiger was the FBI. Man, that's fucking fantastic. I think they're fake. They've got to be fake. Somebody's making that up. Dude, but goddamn it, isn't it funny to think a computer program wrote that whole script? It's so fabricated. That that entire show is so fabricated, but it's so beautiful. But it's, I mean, it's not completely fabricated, right? Because the guy lives in what? uh, Newcastle? Richmond? There's a guy that Stark. Yeah, there's yeah, a guy, the guy that yeah. 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 He lives you, in Indiana. Fuck you, Taylor, for those comments. <laughs> yeah, I met uh we went down to his uh, They're saying that Jeff Lowe is actually Carol Baskin's first husband. Dude, have you that seen conspiracy have you, theory is a very it, good one. It adds up if it's you look at the one. pictures. He looks like how AP would dress if he didn't meet me. <laughs> You know I'm half right on that. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're more than half right. More than half. Maybe eighty um, percent. Yeah, that's what what's really funny about that whole album challenge with uh, everybody being tagged in it. Oh, APs fuck. is all of Nickelback's albums. <laughs> Every single day. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. He's repeated Nickel, three of them. Nickelback five finger death punch. <laughs> 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 no, th- so. Um, that that script reading is fun. I want to do more of those. I think they're just hilarious, <laughs> dude. The Batman when it was like the Joker that shoots him with his parents or whatever it was. <laughs> that was the best oh, one it ever. Killer. It was killer. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't make that all the way through. That was funny. So we also on the way here we were talking about uh, stand up comedians that we were into, and dude, how uh, are Chris we? Chris has a new special out. I don't. I'm not digging it, but it's something that we've talked about before, which is Chris D'Elia, In my opinion. Him as a person is funny. His podcast is funny. His social media is funny. But when I watch his stand-up, I'm not blown away by it. Now, he has those main clips where he's like, is this is that your alligator? Yeah. Now, some of that shit is funny. But Chris D'Elia, like, how are we even friends, first of all? Because movies, music, comedians, everything that we have in common, we fucking hate each other. Well, we don't hate it. We don't I'm hate just it, but we're, just, we're so on we're the, on the same opposite page end of the spectrum on everything. But... I feel the I think same. That what, that's what I makes f- good friends. I feel. Uh, I agree. Oh, he does like me, but I I feel the same way about Chris D'Elia. It's um, not a huge fan of his stand up, but him as a human being, like his Twitter post when he's on podcast, like uh, his whole story like of being the, a part of the Eminem fucking like music video with the, with and the, Logic. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> like with the Joe with the with the latest Joe Rogan podcast. Anytime Brian, when Brian Callen joins, that's the funny shit. Because Chris will be talking and then Brian will say something and Chris is like, oops. Oh, I was talking. <laughs> you know, like just, just that subtle shit that he does is so funny to me. Yeah, I'm waiting for, for us to find our, our niche so we do that kind of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I just don't want to, I don't want to interrupt people. Oops. There you was go. I talking? <laughs> you know, um, but I mean, could you imagine having a podcast where for two hours you're just sitting there talking? Yeah, I mean, like that's, that's what, what Theo, that's what Bill, that's what Chris, like that's what they do. That's do so it. fascinating. Um, them by themselves, I don't feel like they ever go over like forty five minutes to an hour. No, there's some, there's some of their podcasts. They, they go for a while, man. It's about an hour. Some of them you're gonna have to you're gonna have to send me one that's more. Some of hour. them, some, 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 Spirit Fingers. No, name that movie, bitches. Spirit Fingers. Yeah, Spirit Fingers. Name that movie. You can't do it. Is it a uh, one of those cheerleading movies? Bring it on. Actually, uh, oh. Good, good call. Pretty Taylor, sure I'm right he, about that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He, that is bringing on uh, <laughs> Taylor. He actually was on the show you 
which I haven't watched on Netflix yet. Is that worth watching? I think it's probably like what that's another that's another question I would like to ask both of you guys. What is the obsession with people being serial killers right now? I is mean, it because they don't is it because we don't have any existing in our time like that's happening right now that we're scared of everybody so we're manufacturing fear? It's because everybody sitting in this room holds a serial killer inside but they just don't unleash it everybody's a killer mm. every single fucking human being on this planet we're predators bro i think most people are we're, not killers i think most people oh, are weak. i think you're so wrong i think there's something so deep down in each one of us that all it takes is this just that one day just that one day of madness and then you're going to snap. I'm just waiting on uh, Johnny to try to start killing people. Oh, you have no idea how many bodies I've got buried. We're also live on Instagram. A little behind the scenes. Hi. And that's a champagne-colored phone, isn't it? That is, actually. It's, it's rose gold, bitches. Oh, rose gold. Oh. I, have, I have money. So even gear. <laughs> no, I just have money. No, it's the only one they had. Like, no, it's, I've been there. I when, did the same thing. Came out, she goes, well, we only had. I, I was ordering the line. They're like, this is all we have. And I was like, yeah, I'll take that one. And they're like, it's rose gold. And I'm like, yeah, whatever you have, I'll just take. So I didn't care. So, and I'm not trying to say like I'm a fucking psychopath. I am. No, you are. I am. Look at your hair. But I've learned how to control it. But I mean, there's something I think deep down in everybody where, okay, so you say that most people aren't killers. I just think most people are pussies, John. Let's, yeah, you are. And let's say that. (laughs) I know. I think you are. Oh, fucking. uh. (laughs) So let's let's play a scenario here. Okay. So COVID starts the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Do Do you like that noise? Uh, it's the I gave w- RB it's, a it's the WD-40 to fix that. It's the windmill. But <laughs> I didn't purposely do it that time. <laughs> okay, so COVID whole thing you know, breaks down. We're all quarantined. Everything's going to shit like it was in China, where they're knocking down the fucking surveillance poles and everything. Somebody breaks into your home. You think you're not going to fucking kill whoever just walked into your house to protect you and Jen and your unborn child? I didn't say I wouldn't. I'm saying that... Or any. you don't think anybody else would fucking... I'm saying most people are pussies because of the fact that if you go... If you go up to somebody and talk shit to them, 99% of people are not going to do anything bad. Oh, they're not going to do anything. So that's that's what I'm talking oh, about. Okay. I'm not talking about yeah, me specifically. Okay. I'm okay. talking about the general public. Oh, okay. We'll see that I didn't get the gist of what you were right. what you were saying. So yeah, that that's absolutely true. I mean, you're going to have the people who are, oh, I'm going to beat my chest. I'm a tough guy. But then... We're just living in a world where then, everybody can type on Facebook and social media how badass keyboard, they are. Keyboard You warriors. actually had that conversation about... Oh, I'd just shoot and kill that person if they were on my property. No, you wouldn't. Because I, w- I wouldn't even do that. There's multiple different reasons. There's reasons that you're not going to just take another human's life for no reason. Well, when you watch someone, you're, when you watch someone die, like really die, take their last breath, and then you were responsible for them dude. Dying that's hard because you stopped the medication, right? Right. So I stopped treatment on my dad. Last breath taken two days later. I was res- not. Re- I don't want to say responsible, but I knew that like my actions caught got there right right obviously someone comes in your house there's different reasons or whatever but like just that whole being macho like well i'll I'll kill him okay cool i'm with you taylor whatever like you don't know until it happens right right? and and like i said i i always talk about all the time like i compartmentalize everything like i'd be completely fine if anything happened I would be able to take somebody's life if it was my life or theirs but also i've never been in that situation so I can say what I think I would handle it in a certain way, but you know, to be honest, I have no idea how I'm not going to be able to just walk up and walk into a parking lot and just fucking stab somebody to death and steal their purse. Well, I told you guys this story, but the story was this happened real life. So someone kicked my son out who was like 12, 13, Collins 15 was 13, two years ago, kicked him out in the sleet, no jacket because he thought the guy didn't like him. Did the whole town scene had AP come pick me up? I went to the guy's house, knocked on his front door. Right to me, that's different because my son's too young to protect himself. And then, yeah, you just made him vulnerable on a level well, that <laughs> I told him that he is such a bad father. Like, I don't know why he stays with his family. Um, I feel sorry for his wife, his kids. And if, like, if you disappeared, they would grow up and be better man if you stay in their life. Wow. And he just sit there and didn't say a word. <laughs> 
Yeah. I gave him every ammo, but they took an extreme situation. My son, 13 years old, walking out in snow and sleet. Right. Um, that caused me to like basically call the town of the town moment. AP, you got, can you come pick me up? Don't ask any questions. And AP went with me and, and, and AP had his gun in his hand. I was like, it's not that deep. But at one point in time, the guy reached behind him and AP's like, I, I just heard his door. Cause you hear a Jeep door open oh, yeah. and I can hear, he's like, I, that's like he's ready to get tactical so, so once i you heard, know you want to you want to know what i would have heard from my friend what uber home bitch <laughs> Justin would have been driving off <laughs> but for me to really get upset the same way you're saying it has to be some kind of some kind of situation where like hey i need to do something about this yeah i had a cop once tell me i had just got robbed and uh at wherever i was working at side so point he's like yeah you know if someone breaks in your house best bet to do is just try to get your family and be safe shoot two and rounds in the wall then we hit them or hit them and the two in the wall this guy had been cop 30 years he said he said most thing best thing to do is just get your family safe and it's weird because the guy this is inner city this is not the suburbs like he's seen some shit right so it was kind of interesting to hear his point of view when other people like i'll take care of this and you're like will you so because you never know until it happens right and that's why i never say i would do x y and z I always just say I might. I know I can probably grab my laptop so I wouldn't get it. <laughs> like take I, the kids. Let me keep my mind. I think up. about. I think about what what I would want to do and what I think I could do. But also at the same time, you just never know until you're in the situation. You just don't. You have no idea how you're going to react until you're in a situation. I've been a hostage at gunpoint before, and the way that I reacted scared the fuck out of me. And I know that. It was at that moment that I learned so much about myself and how I'm not going to panic under pressure. And it's like, yeah, I'm never going to like instigate anything. But like if I had a kid, I would imagine like if that happened to my kid, my anger issues, I'm going to try to kick that front door in. I don't care about jail time or prison time. I'm going to kick that door in and there's going to be a revelation for that guy. And I think the reason I didn't do that is because I think I did more damage in the long haul. Like, try to psychologically. Psychologically, like, I, I love the psychological game, but my anger issues stem from, I just want to kick the fucking door in, put you in a plumb clinch, and, and knee your fucking nose to the back of your brain. You know, like, that, that, that's my issue. But, like, I know that I have psycho tendencies because I just, you know, it's I fucking, I've been in certain situations where everyone around me is panicking, and I'm just sitting there patiently like, <laughs> All right, let's fucking, if it happens, it happens. Let's go. Shit's about to hit the fan. Let's figure it out, bitch. I'm ready to go. I'm more of a sociopath. Let's do this. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I would wait 12 years to pay someone back just because the big 12 years? I don't know. That's good, though. You hold a grudge well. Mm. I let a lot of things go. <laughs> like working with you fucks. No, I, uh, I don't know, man. BJ, you and I have talked about it, and... Johnny, you've been around me. I mean, I just let so much stuff, like, I just let it kind of fall off my back. I'm not worried. Because well, think about it, this a way. lot of stuff doesn't directly affect me. I'm not very affected by almost anything. The thing about it is, if, I, if someone you know cuts you off, whatever, idiot, whatever, mm-hmm. then that, I don't want that stuff bother me. Like, it has to affect me personally in some aspect. But what's funny... Even if it's personal, it's like, I've had people that I love so deeply cut me off and then they take the jabs on social media where like it's new hair who dis or you know they fucking do this and that and it's like <laughs> have fun <laughs> I mean my dad I love you but I just I just I don't you're not gonna hurt me by playing this game cause I'm not gonna fall for it I don't I mean, care my, my real father left his six and found a better family so there's not a whole lot somebody can really do to me damn right. that's rough dude i mean i mean think about it so like if but you, that's real life shit but if you and that says but if mm. both of you guys leave and i never see you again i'll be like hmm, those were good guys but i wouldn't <clears> like <throat> i wouldn't be upset I'd just yeah. Like, cool, yeah. see you yeah it's like i wouldn't trash you for like you can be mad at me for what happened and you can talk shit but i'm just gonna i'm gonna kind of take the same approach yeah, i don't know though it is same, what it is at the same time i did bitch about and talk about how it did affect me that there are people that I grew up with that have a warped sense or perception of me because other people lied about stuff that supposedly I did when I was younger. Who cares? 
I, I do. I understand I that do. you do. It bothers me because people have a false perception of who I am. Like what I've always prided myself on is how upfront and how everybody knows who I am. And I'm not like hiding behind some bullshit fabrication of something that is not real. I am always very upfront with people about how I feel. I'm very positive. I'm a very like, I feel like I'm, I'm me. I'm real with everybody I talk to and to hear people talking stuff about me that I'm not around anymore. And I was around for a very large portion of my younger age. It just bothers me. It bothers me that people think that I'm a certain person when, you know, I, I would like to be able to tell those people, Hey, there's a lot more darker moments in my life that you cannot like me for. But this right here is completely fake. This is false. None of this is true. I'm not taking a shot at you by saying this. I've just always been a... I don't... I don't listen to outside noise. I don't let that shit bug me. I just don't care. Like, I go through the moment. That moment passes. And every judgment, every... Everything after that moment moves on. I don't care about it. Because I know the truth within myself... You know, I know that's kind of cliche to say, but I also, I just, I pay no mind to, I don't, I just don't give a fuck about what other people think. Now, like you, I do care about your opinion. BJ, I care about your opinion. Girlfriends, parents, brothers, sisters, I care about that. But some random human from 15 years ago that held an opinion about me that they know nothing about. What if it's like your, one of your best friends that you grew up with? I have a best friend that's had opinions about me and he shared it with me. And but what I what if just, he shared it with other people and never told you about it? Said, Hey man, you, back in back in two thousand four, Johnny was a real piece of shit and I fucking hated him because he was just I give it I'm not giving up anything. And uh, I still want to be able to come over for barbecues <laughs> and stuff, so But no, BJ, I appreciate you doing the uh, producing for us today, man. Um I know we're, it was we're gonna end the live video by the way. I know it was uh it Thanks was a, everybody. I know we it was love a you tough tough get today but i appreciate you doing it man and uh we got a lot of stuff coming um this was fun we're social distancing from all you fucks that are listening um keep well, that up stay a, safe we had there, a there's a few comments. i'm not socially distancing myself from yeah just stay safe um don't be an idiot that's pretty common um, and then also look forward to Summer Bash, man. It's coming in July. God, I can't wait. It's going to be a good time. I'll be out of jail by then. <laughs> uh, bravo. <laughs> I didn't know what to say to that. All right. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Juice of the Morning podcast. You can find us on the Flyover Media Network. We're also friends and part of the Magic Squirrel Network out of Ohio. Check them out. Check out Flyover Media. There's literally shows every day of the week, even multiple shows. Monday and Mondays, me and you. Yeah, Monday and, and, then, and there's then another day that there's Wednesdays. Two, right? Wednesday, oh, Monday and Wednesday. Movie, two review and we, we didn't do movie this week, but uh, there's so much good content coming out. It's, I mean, the quarantine is uh, pushing us to do a lot of cool, creative things. Keep sticking with us. I know you guys are probably going to have to go back and listen to this when you have your commute back, but I appreciate you joining us. And uh, Thanks, Johnny, everybody. we got a little bit deeper on this episode. It's fun. We did. It is fun. It's not a bad thing. And I love you, man. It's gonna, I, I, I love the fact that we, we can hold such a difference of opinion, but we're going to fucking be laughing so hard on the way home. And it's tough. It's tough to do the camera thing because we usually look at each other. So if if anybody's listening to this uh if the timing's off a little bit it's because i'm staring at a camera johnny's staring at a camera we're not actually looking at each other so it's a little bit harder to read uh reactions and and uh facial expressions but you know it's one of those things that we're working through this we're figuring it out and we'll talk to you guys next week peace What's up, guys? This is Josh. And I'm Laura. We're from My True Crime Obsession. What a crazy time right now. It is. It's the insane out there. is mad. So hopefully you guys are staying safe and staying quarantined and uh, listening to your favorite podcast while you're stuck inside. Absolutely. I know I've been catching up on all my favorites. Oh, absolutely. My favorite place to go right now is over to the Magic Squirrel Network. 
because there's a lot of stuff going on over there. So please shoot over there and take a listen to everyone on that network. And while you're at it, make sure to check us out on Instagram at My True Crime Obsession Podcast, Facebook at My True Crime Obsession, and Twitter at My True Crime Pod. Wow, all those places? All those places. Sweet. And so many more. I'm going to check it out. Also, you can listen to us on your favorite platform, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Podbean is a big one for us. We're out there. Please check it out. Please follow us. Be safe. Meantime, you are listening to My True Crime Obsession. See you guys. Greetings, Earthlings. Juice of the Morning here. We are Unpredictable Talk Radio for Indianapolis. If you want to follow us on social media, our Instagram is at Juice in the AM. Our Twitter is at Juice in the AM. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Juice in the Morning. If you want to follow us personally, where can we find you, Johnny? If you're on Twitter, you can follow me at J. B underscore juice in the AM. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, it's Jonathan D. Bouton. If you can't spell my last name, that's your own fault. And since I am the juice himself, you can follow me at juice85OR7 on all social media. Once again, you can find us on podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Google Play, and you can stream us on Spotify. Time to blast off. And we'll see you in space, bitches. <laughs> hey, Juice in the Morning fam. Do you like affordable, stylish sunglasses? Juice in the Morning has partnered with Midwest Shades to bring you a special deal. By using promo code JUICE10, you'll be eligible for 10% off your entire order. Go to MidwestShades.com, use promo code JUICE10, to order your shades and start getting compliments on your look today.